Hello, everyone, and welcome back to BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today, we will be talking about season three, episode six of BoJack Horseman. Brap, brap, pew, pew. I can't say it. I just shouldn't be allowed by law. My name is Kirsten McInnes, and I'm joined, as always, by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? I was going to open with a brap, brap, pew, pew, but I know I can't do it any better than you can. That's, how does, Di- how does Di- Diane make gun noises? She's like, pew, pew, pew. Like, I feel like I could pull off that a lot better. Brap, brap. Pew, pew. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, is that hidden talent? Uh, that one was a pretty good. Pretty, I feel pretty like good. I feel like in Hamilton at some parts the people make pretty good like brap sounds. Yeah. But like I can't do that. Like it's it should be illegal. Anyways, Chappelle, please don't voice memo me about this. <laughs> I I know it's bad. More Diane than Sextina. Yeah, I'm definitely more of a Diane than a Sextina. Come on. <laughs> I'd like so, our listeners to send us their best rap rap pew pew. I would love everybody <laughs> to please, please do. Tweet those at us. Please tweet them at us. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Sam Stanish, tweeted an out of context Bojack horse pod quote the other day. Incredible. Of my sister and I were sitting drinking on a bench. <laughs> Is that when you were being a yeah. ghoul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to be more specific if you're going to ask about me being a ghoul. I just remember you saying you were like yelling at someone about their dog and you're like, because I'm yeah. a ghoul and I laugh. Wait, so but much. do you want to hear the most unhinged thing that's happened with me lately and someone else's dog? Always. So, okay. So I was walking with my sister and we parted ways. I was going into my building and who was coming out of my building? Another tenant with her puppy, a corgi puppy, oh a nine week corgi puppy. Oh my God. His name is Zuko. Oh, he's really cute. I've really been pressuring so, Cam to let us get a corgi. Oh my god. So I was excited to see this corgi and I know my sister loves corgi. So I called her to brag about seeing this corgi. But she was not that far away. So she actually turned and ran back to my building <laughs> and then was clearly talking about the dog on the phone with me before she went to go pet this dog. So now <laughs> someone in my building is definitely going to get a restraining order out on me because my sister told her that I called her to tell her about the corgi. Oh, my God. I'm like, but I wasn't into She was like, I'm running. I'm running. And I was like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. Like, that what? is pretty unhinged, but I approve of it. I really love a corgi. We have corgis. Everybody loves a corgi, Lindsay. It's the most basic opinion you could ever have. <laughs> there was one that came out of the building across the street from us, and Cam just, like, gasped quietly, and he was, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so we never yeah, see him. <laughs> yeah, when I saw this one, this tiny, tiny corgi, like a baby, like she oh, just got the dog perfection. this week, like it just left its mom, and I went, oh, <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my oh God. Oh, my. <laughs> like, what is this? Oh, my God. They're so cute. I'm looking at pictures of corgi puppies right now. This you should ridiculous. look up right now. Go oh on God. to corgis wearing sweaters. Oh, my God. It's too you much. Will not Just hearing it, it is too much. <laughs> you will not regret looking up corgis wearing sweaters. Oh, my God. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Perfection. They're so cute. Aren't oh my they god. So cute. Like their little legs and their big floppy ears. Perfection. Oh my god. But yeah. So just imagine my sister calling me when I like you know, me calling my sister and then she's like, Is it the brown one? <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, why like why are you saying this within range of the woman? Like, can you just <laughs> pretend to be normal for five seconds? I feel like I'm gonna get arrested. 
Oh my god. This one is wearing like a full on like knitted sweater here. <laughs> like a cable knit? Cable knit, exactly. Like Chris Evans and Knives Yes, Out? exactly. Exactly like that. That sounds like a goddamn delight. <laughs> here, I'll put it in the chat. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it has a turtleneck. Oh, he's perfection. Look at his tail and his little paws. They just look so happy all the time. I'm just gonna... I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> it's so cute. How did we get on this? Oh, because you were being a ghoul. Oh, because I was being a ghoul. And then I was like, <laughs> wait, no, my sister's even more of a ghoul than I am. <laughs> well, I'm glad we went down this path. <laughs> Me too. We, I got to see that corgi in a sweater. So. They're also, like, for the first time in BoJack Horsepod history... Everyone on the podcast has two doses of Pfizer. Woo! Pew pew. (laughs) (laughs) The Pfizer fam. Yes. Oh, incredible. You felt okay the next day? Uh, I was like sleepy the day of and for like half of the next day. And then I felt fine. Yeah, that's pretty good. Fully vaccinated Pfizer pod. Pfizer. But now, well, I mean, (laughs) in two weeks. Right. True. One step closer. But we're we're getting there one step closer. And then I feel like only just, you know, a few more months until they're going to say, and you need a third <laughs> dose also, everybody. Just by the way, now you need a booster. And we'll keep giving you weekly booster. <laughs> it's just wild because people could just simply get vaccinated and then mm-hmm. we would be okay. Yep. It, is it true that the Delta variant is as contagious as chickenpox? That's what I read. We probably read the same thing. <laughs> mm, that's very contagious. Yeah, yeah. This will shock everyone. We are, in fact, a pro-vaccine podcast. But yeah, it would be news to anyone <laughs> who's been listening to every episode so far. Yeah. Did you ever get chickenpox? Sure did. My brother got it, and then my mom was like, go play with your brother so that she could just like get it over with. Wow. Because I was in a pre chicken pox vaccine world i feel like i was born right on the bubble mm-hmm. of the vaccine coming out so did you ever have it but i got chicken pox when i was six months old oh my so young because my half sister brought it home and then my sister and i both got it so my mom had three children under the age of 10 with chicken pox all at once oh my god god bless her <laughs> Truly, she was a saint. But the nice thing about me getting it as a baby is I couldn't really scratch or anything. Yeah, true. And you don't Um, probably remember what that was like. I don't remember it. What I do remember, though, is what shingles felt like, which I got when I was 25. Oh, my God. Because you're at a much higher risk to get shingles if you had chicken pox when you were younger than one. Oh, my God. Uh, A friend of mine had shingles around the same age, like probably 26 or something. I don't know. And he was like... I was like, oh, my God, I've heard it's really painful. And he was like, it feels kind of like I'm being stabbed with a knife that is on fire. Yeah, it feels like pins and needles, but the pins and needles are on fire. Mm-hmm. I would 100 percent co-sign that. Yep. And that guy is I, now a doctor. So he I has was like very vivid imagery for people. I, I was like ready for you to say something and you'd be like, no, it feels like pins and needles, but on fire. But then you said something that was directly <laughs> exactly aligned with that. my experience with having shingles. <laughs> oh god yeah so it and sounds it really looks, terrible it looked really gross when mm-hmm. i first when it first came in i was like do i have a bunch of back knee because mine came up right in the middle of my back mm-hmm. and it was when i was on the bb can six finale trip 
Oh, God. And I just thought I developed a bunch of back knee. And then when I was on the plane home, it started, like, hurting. And I was like, well... I don't, I don't normally get acne on my body like maybe I like I was on the plane and I was like maybe it's shingles and I was like no I'm 25 shingles. and then I like get to work and I'm like working through the next week. I'm like it's not going away and it hurts I took a picture of it and I sent it to my one friend who is a registered nurse and my one friend who was in med school at the time and I said am I gonna die and my registered nurse friend's friend instantly texted me back those are shingles you need no. to go to the doctor so I went to the doctor and I was like I think I have shingles and they were like hmm, okay <laughs> so I get into the like waiting area and the nurse comes out and it was someone I knew because it was I was on campus and she's like you think you have shingles and I like showed her the picture and she's like oh that does look like shingles then I got into the actual medical like doctor's office and a different nurse comes in and goes so you think you have shingles? And I like lifted the back of my shirt and she's like, oh, you have shingles. The <laughs> doctor came in and the doctor's like, you think you have shingles? And I lift up my shirt and she's like, oh, you have shingles. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like a big story of medical skepticism. <laughs> Nobody believed me. And then they saw it. And then the medicine they give you for shingles is Valtrex, which is the same right. thing they give you for herpes. Mm-hmm. And the pharmacist was like, what's this for? <laughs> You're like, like, shingles, I swear. A skin condition? Like, I don't know. She's like oh really like where and I was like I have shingles on my back and she was like you're kind of young to have shingles oh my I was God. at the doctor like do you want me to show you too like just give me my freaking medicine because that shit I had good insurance at the time and it was still like 60 bucks for a freaking week of Valtrex yikes Ugh, the worst Anyways, I don't know how we got here, but we should probably talk about Bojack. I guess we should talk about Bojack. Like, you're like, I have limited time. So let me go on an 11-minute monologue before... um, About corgis and shingles. We've really got on a journey. We cover the full array of the human experience on Bojack Horse. True. From one end to the other. From corgis and sweaters to shingles. (laughs) Something for everyone, really. You know what? You're exactly right. I'm not going to quibble with you. (laughs) Okay, so the end of the last episode, Diane found out she was pregnant and she is saying motherfucker. And she finishes saying that at the start of this episode. I loved that. And I know you had like said in advance that that's what was going to happen, but it it really made me laugh. I thought it was so well done that she finishes the word here. (laughs) Yeah, very well done. Absolutely iconic. Mm Mm-hmm. So then it flashes to Diana, Mr. Peanut Butter in the car. And he's like, so we have options. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? He's being very supportive and great. Yes. And Diane's like, you know, I love you. And he's like, of course. It's not about whether we love each other, though. We have lots of options. I guess he says that. And she says they have options. Yes. And so they had previously agreed that they didn't want kids unless a streetwise teen needed somewhere to stay until their Juilliard audition. I <laughs> loved that. <laughs> Yeah, incredible. Mr. Peanut Butter says that it's not about me. There's no I in uterus. There's only us and you and another you. But I already said that you. (laughs) Yeah, because that you is in us. (laughs) Yeah, he's really good Um, here. He's like very supportive of whatever her decision is. I feel like he's so supportive. (laughs) Like throughout the whole episode, it's almost like to the extreme, which Mm -hmm. like I'd rather have someone be too supportive than not supportive enough. Yes, for sure. Um, He says he will be there for her 24-7, 240%, whatever she decides. And she goes, well, whatever we decide. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, because this is a conversation. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, let's on three to just both say what we want. And he goes, wait, on three or after three? <laughs> She's like, I'm going to be saying three. How can I say what I want to do at the same time? Which is a good point. And so they both say Get abortion. Abortion. <laughs> 
So yeah. that's great. They're on the same page. Yeah. Very good. Love that. We love an open line of communication. We love open communication and a relationship and people that are on the same page. We love to see it. You love to see it. Because I feel like it would have been so lazy and also easy to put like Mr. Peanut Butter as like having always wanted to be a dad and like mm-hmm. really pushing that she should keep it, which she doesn't want to. But instead, I feel like they went with a much more interesting yeah. storyline because they were able to just like get over all of that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think like it would have been totally expected and predictable for Mr. Peanut Peanut Butter to be like, oh yeah, like I know we said that, but like now that you're pregnant, and I think this is like way more nuanced and much more compelling. Yeah, because they're able to explore like so much more throughout the episode Mm -hmm. because it's not about, oh, is she going to get an abortion or not get an abortion? She instantly knows that an abortion is the right thing to do. Her partner is supportive, loving, and agrees with her and also wants her to have it. Though if she didn't want one, I I think he still would have been like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to be a dad. Yeah, and I think like, yeah, it would have been such a worse story if it was like, then it became about like a relationship thing where like maybe she's going to like secretly go get one even though he doesn't want her to and then she has to tell him like I feel like that's been done not interested in seeing that yeah it's they're able to have a much more interesting storyline and discussion about it this way so love that yeah should we just like go through all of this and then end with Bojack sure yeah I have it split up as well so I don't have it split up but that's okay Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's fine. Okay. So, oh, I guess it interjects though. So first, we'll we'll talk about how Bojack doesn't win a Golden Snowflake. George which Clooney's. They've <laughs> already had the Golden Globes. Why do they have to have a Golden Snowflake now? It's a good question. <laughs> it's a very good question. Because I was thinking about this, I was like, what did he lose last time? But yeah, Golden Globes. He won a Golden Globe for his book. Oh, true for his book in the what was it? A memoir or it was comedy? Like, or memoir, or comedy, or musical? I think. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so they had like a bunch of different names of, you know, the the celebrities that are up against him. I did not write any of them down. I um, wrote a couple of them down. There's Bread Poot, but my favorite was Lerner Nerner to Capricorn. Yeah, that was, I, I, that's the only one I wrote down. <laughs> Lerner Nerner. <laughs> there was also, was it Mitt Damon? I think so. It was Mitt someone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he was in the Haberdasher's Peanut, which really also killed me. Well, and George Clooney was in the Nazi who played Yahtzee. <laughs> George Clooney's. We got a note, and I'll, I'll bring it up now. Who sent this? Morgan sent us in a note that was like, George Clooney's is mentioned in this episode, but I would like to point out that Diane's mom referenced George Clooney in season one, episode five. We're not like your fancy California friends. You're George Clooney and your California raisins. So good catch okay, from Morgan. Okay, so <laughs> we are in a world where there is George Clerner and George Clooney. Apparently. <laughs> and they look the same, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and George they both love prayers. certainly looked like a very specific man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, not that. <laughs> George Clooner's is um, voiced by Jay Moore. I don't know who that is. Let me look at his face. This could be any man. Literally any man. This literally just, this is a white man. This is just a person. Oh, he was in Jerry Maguire. Oh. <laughs> and pay it forward. Okay, so Bojack runs into Diane. She's like tweeting at the after party and he's like getting mad at her for not like paying him enough attention. And she's like, I'm getting an abortion. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that she accidentally tweeted that she's getting an abortion. From 16 Aquafina's account. 
Yeah. Bojack notably says here, like, he's like, oh, man, I know what that's like, because I paid off a lot of women to get abortions. Yeah. And he's like, wait, I hope they got the abortion. (laughs) Didn't just run away with the money. Yeah. I mean, the amount of money you would get from a celebrity paying you to have an abortion has got to be less than the amount that it costs to raise a child. So, so. uh, well, I mean, I guess unless you're expecting to then get like parental support from that celebrity Mm -hmm. until the end of time. But I feel like he would know about that already. Yeah. It sounds like they haven't asked for that. So gotta gotta assume they have the abobos. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Take it from us, a childless dog. (laughs) (laughs) Two childless dogs. (laughs) That's the other reason why Mr. Peanut Butter needed her to have an abortion, because otherwise it would be a lie on the oh seahorse milk. They have to change all of the advertising. He would no longer be a childless dog. He would be a father figure. Yeah. What does he know? That might make him more, like, credible. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, just a thought, Mr. Peanut Butter. Maybe you'd be more credible if you had a kid. <laughs> Something to keep in mind. Just a, a some friendly advice mm-hmm. from a childless dog. <laughs> okay, so then it kind of goes to they are at Princess Carolyn's office and Sextina Aquafina is coming in hot Real because hot. she was on a yacht performing for Gaddafi's cousin. <laughs> she was in a giant champagne flute and she found out that apparently she was pregnant and getting an abortion. Princess Carolyn's like, how could you do this? Like, it's because of these clients that are were able to stay afloat here at Vim. And like, yeah, she's pissed. And glasses is fired. It's a bit. This is a big mistake to make at work. Oh, yeah. This is very bad. Like, I can't I can't think of many worse things that Diane could have done in her capacity as a social media manager. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. And like, I, I also really enjoyed that there's like a little interstitial of Tom Grumbo Jumbo on the news being like, is this like the right forum for this sensitive subject on Twitter? Like, sh- wouldn't a better forum be nowhere? Or the news. <laughs> or the news, yeah. She's but, pissed. yeah, glasses is fired. Yep. And Diane's like, don't worry, I'll explain everything. But then it turns out people are into it. Yeah, Taylor Swift tweeted that she's very brave. Mm-hmm. Top Why 15 Taylor... celebrities that should have had abortions like 16. <laughs> That's horrifying. Truly. That would be just a, I mean, I'm sure that exists as a list somewhere, but I don't need any part of it. Yeah, hopefully not on BuzzFeed. Uh, you never know. <laughs> you never Freaking know. Wayne or Marcus or whatever his oh name is. Oh my God, is. true. Stupid I still Marcus. don't know what his real name is. <laughs> I think Wayne is the right one. Marcus is the one you made up. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but yeah, so now she's totally trending. Mm-hmm. So if Sextina Aquafina did have an abortion she would be pretty famous yeah and like she has this moment where she's saying like oh this will help women feel less alone and that's especially going to be worth it if it makes them buy her album and diane's kind of yeah. like Ugh, i don't know about this she goes if i can make one woman feel less alone it's worth it if i can get one million women <laughs> to buy my album it will definitely be worth it so worth it <laughs> a million people is a lot of reach yes very true yeah and like i mean it certainly would be a big deal if she was actually having an abortion <laughs> well and i feel like anti-choice people already aren't listening to her music anyways probably That's a great so. point yes i feel like it's you know she's probably not tapping into a new market yeah agreed but 
yeah, so now Diane's like, okay, well, come with us and get educated on abortions. Yeah, because she's going to be the new face of abortions. So she has to know what she's talking about. The face of abortions. So she goes to the appointment with Diane and Mr. Peanut Butter. And there are all of these requirements before that need to happen before diane is allowed to have an abortion she has to listen to the heartbeat or heartbeats if she's having a litter she has to know that at this point her puppies do have a favorite color and it's probably blue mm-hmm. what else did they have to i did not write it all down <laughs> she has to watch cute puppy videos by herself as sarah mclaughlin's i will remember you plays softly and throughout this, Mr. Peanut Butter is like, I will do that for you. Mm-hmm. No, you can't do it for her. I will do it with you. No, she has to do it alone. Oh, I've got some really bad news, yeah. Diane. Diane, I have some terrible news. That killed me. His delivery on it is so sincere. It's truly it's incredible. It's so perfect. Cause, and you know, like he's just trying to be, again, the most supportive man in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crushing it. So doing a good job. Then Sextina goes on to excess Hollywood mm-hmm. with a Ryan Seacrest type. He... Talks about her getting an abortion as Lego my ego. Yes. Is there an undo button around here? She says she's excited to put a face on this important issue. One in three women will get an abortion in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. And she decides that she to announce that she is releasing a new single called Get That Fetus, (laughs) Kill That Fetus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. This song is a bop. It is does slap <laughs> it's so good uh yeah i was thinking as i was watching this i was like i had just been listening to a lot of the podcast you're wrong about and they were talking about like moral panics around wap at the same time that i had watched this and i was like wow this is like exactly the same i do think that this is slightly worse than <laughs> wap no i mean in the sense of like everybody's freaking out about like the content of this and like oh my god the world is ending obviously this one is like much more extreme but Definitely. Everybody's panicking about this big time. I, yeah, I do think it's probably funny to joke about abortion. <laughs> However, I don't like the concept of being like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a, an alive thing that I'm killing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Diane's just like horrified. <laughs> Diane is. Well, and again, you have to try and put yourself in Diane's shoes. She's literally about to have an abortion. Yeah, and that's the thing. She's like, and you're not even having one. I am having one. But again, classic Diane making everything about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, brutal. But she, it's her, her life, her choice, and her choice is to be a totally insane badass. Yeah, yeah, total badass. And I, that's when Sextina's like, yeah, I don't care. This is show business, and I'm going to do what I want. Hey, get it, girl. Yep. On the news, they've assembled a group of white men in bow ties to discuss <laughs> if the concept of women having choices has gone too far. And where do we come down on this, Kirsten? I, I feel like maybe it's gone, it's gone too far. <laughs> yeah, I think there's like good people on both sides of the issue. We should hear them out. <laughs> it's really, we need equal voices on both sides. No, obviously. Get these freaking crusty white men off my TV. <laughs> Get them out I of mean, here. I think the concept of white men having choices has gone too far. <laughs> and it's been, we've been there. Yep. <laughs> I'm a man, but if I got pregnant, would I put my life on hold for a baby I didn't want? Yes. And I can say that with confidence because I will never have to make that decision. Ugh. Gross. So gross. And so, so real. <laughs> Tragically real. Yeah, I could 100% envision that panel on Fox News. Yep, definitely. Annoying. Yes. Okay, so they're in the back of 16 Aquafina's limo, and she's a hot tub in the back of her limo. 
Yeah, very good. Uh, I, I want to, that. I did want to say about them going on that rant about millennials thinking everything is NBD, which stands for no BD, referring to BD Wong. And then, yeah, so I like that a lot. Did you know who BD Wong is? Let's pretend I didn't know. <laughs> like, just let's pretend. Let's <laughs> say so, hypothetically. I did laugh because he is in a show called No Big Deal. He's in Mulan. What? Yeah. Who? Great question. I'm glad you asked. Lee Shang. He plays the hottie? Yes. Oh, he's also Henry Wu in Jurassic Park. <laughs> he's Captain Shang in Mulan. That's what I'd know him from. Yeah. And that he is a big deal. <laughs> it's no BD Wong. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Well, you know, millennials these days think everything is reversible. Mm-hmm. Typical. Wow. Yeah. Well, now I'm just on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> Jurassic Park was the one I knew him best from in terms of his face. Well, I don't know his face, but I sure know his voice. Yeah. From Mulan. <laughs> from the hottie from Mulan. What? You don't think the main guy in Mulan's hot? Yeah, I guess so. I had to look him up to Like make for sure a cartoon character? Yeah. yeah, he's certainly, yeah. Like, I would ask him if he would like to stay for dinner. Would he like to stay forever? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't kick him out of bed. Yeah. Apparently he was also in Mr. Robot, which I feel like people that listen to this will have watched Mr. Robot, but I, of course, have not watched it. Of course not. Yeah. So there you and go. he's in three episodes of American Horror Story Apocalypse. I feel like a lot of people on this show have been in American Horror Story, some version or another. Mm-hmm. I haven't noticed a trend. <laughs> I feel like we just say it a lot, and I'm always like, I don't know anything. I just like that today was the second time we've talked about the movie Pay It Forward. <laughs> yes, classic. <laughs> but yeah, so in the in the back of the limo, Diane is worried that Sextina is giving the pro-life movement something to actually latch on to by referring to it as like murdering a baby kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then Diane's like, pshaw, pshaw. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, yeah, that was good. That's how she did it. And they all, I wrote it down phonetically. <laughs> and then they all started making gun sounds. And Mr. Peanut Butter, who is still holding this fucking balloon that says an abortion with a boy <laughs> crossed out like a, it's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. He's just like um, holding it so sincerely. Oh, God. And he's like, can we all stop making gun sounds? It's really stressing me out. <laughs> this is a great Mr. Peanut Butter episode. It's a good episode for Mr. PB for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. So Sextina goes on the news Mm -hmm. and says that abortion is a really serious topic. So she's going to take it really seriously by having her abortion live on television. Yeah. And Princess Carolyn's like, oh, my God, this is genius. But Diane's like, wait, what? How? Yeah. They'll book Eddie Redmayne as the fetus. (laughs) I love that. I wrote that down, too. Uh, Yeah. They're going to do it tasteful. It's going to be very tasteful. And Diane's like, don't you think this is incredibly disrespectful for the women who get abortions? And I'll admit, I don't really agree with Diane here because, I mean, if this is one more thing that's going to make people more pro-choice, like, it's a good thing. Yeah. So. And, like, it's really smart how they're doing this, too. They're like, we're going to pre-record it and we'll fake it and we'll put a live button at the bottom of the screen. Hey, it works. Yep. Just like in Argo. Yeah, that's what happens in Argo. (laughs) This is not the first time they've brought up Argo on this show, is it? Definitely not. I think maybe they had a thing about it, like winning an award. I think so. Did you ever watch Argo? No, definitely not. I might have seen this movie in theaters. Really? 
I either saw it, I don't know, but I, but I watched it yeah, for wow. sure. That surprises funnily, me a little bit. Funnily enough, produced by George Clooney. <laughs> George Clooners? It's the films about the Canadian caper where they get the, in, with the Iran hostage crisis in 1979 to 1981. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian Cranston was in this movie? That's literally right. I like, Brian Cranston. I've seen it and I didn't remember that. Wow. All I remembered was Ben Affleck. And it's, of course, you know, directed by Ben Affleck, produced by Ben Affleck, starring Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. So then it's time for Diane to actually get her abortion. And Mr. Peanut Butter goes with her. He sells the balloon. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, very upset about this whole situation and has decided that she has to take the high road and just go on the news and rat those suckers out because someone has to tell Sixteen Aqu- tell the world that Sixteen Aquafina is a fraud. Yeah, and Mr. Peanut Butter is just like, yeah, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, I'm here to support you, but also I don't think this is a good idea. But there's a teenage girl there also waiting to get an abortion. And she's mm-hmm. like, you know Sixteen Aquafina? Yeah. Her music makes me feel strong like it's a joke obviously you don't think she actually wants to shoot her fetus with a gun right like yeah she's like oh my god do you actually think that like obviously this is ironic yeah she's like getting an abortion is scary and when you can joke about it it makes it less scary yeah love this now did you recognize the voice of the teenage girl oh you know i didn't because i instantly recognized her voice and that never happens for me who was it well, I instantly recognized her voice because it's someone that I spend hours every week listening to on podcast. Nicole Byer what? was the teenage girl. Wow, amazing. <gasps> yes, you may know her from Nailed It. You may know her from being Trudy Judy in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Why you may you know her me? from many other like roles. She's a very employed woman. Mm-hmm. She is the voice she does voice work in Tuca and Birdie as well. She did three episodes of The Unicorn. I mean, her character on that show is hilarious, too. She has an amazing podcast, Why Won't You Date Me, and Best Friends with Shazir Zameda. She was on the go- an episode of The Good Place. She's done Bob's Burgers. I think she was on Black Lady Sketch Show. Man. She's, She's done everywhere. everything. She is everywhere. She's also hosting the new Wipeout. She's an icon. She's a legend. There's no one else I would rather be than her. <laughs> have you read her book? I have not read. I think it's called Very Fat, Very Brave. Yeah. <laughs> have you? No, but I heard her talking about it on a podcast. Well, because I think it's mostly just like pictures of her in true a bathing, bathing suit. I don't yeah, think yeah. it's actually like a book book, but it's called hashtag very fat hashtag very brave the fat girl's guide to being hashtag brave and not a dejected melancholy down in the dumps weeping fat girl in a bikini yeah very good title i love her so much i just she's everything i want to be in the world and the minute that i started paying more attention to nicole Byer and less attention to me being an anxious wreck my life got better (laughs) she's hilarious she also has stand up in one of those netflix like specials where like each episode is a different comedian Mm -hmm. comedians of the world she has an episode of that which is very good that i highly recommend she's great and awesome and we love her this is a pro nicole buyer podcast very strongly pro i know i'm not supposed to bring up the conan podcast but she appeared on that and he was just like so scandalized the whole like the whole time she was on and it was wonderful (laughs) well yeah (laughs) because her podcast why won't you date me is on 
Yeah, on the Team Coco network or whatever. On his podcast network. And when she moved over to his network from, I believe she was on HeadGum before, he went on Why Won't You Date Me? Mm-hmm. And she told him about how she currently has been masturbating with a Theragun. And he was <laughs> yes. so scandalized, but then also sent her a new Theragun. <laughs> Yes, I heard that episode. <laughs> just like his reaction to just like her being her hilarious self. He's just like doesn't ha- know how to respond to anything she's saying. I just it's amazing. can't believe she can masturbate with the fucking Theragun. Sounds that painful. Has a, the velocity on that thing <laughs> is extreme. It's impressive. Like I just, uh, yeah, she's made of steel. She's a talented woman. A very talented woman. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, did we talk enough about Nicole Blyer? I just love her so She's much. Incredible. Just a beautiful, iconic lady yeah. in the world. So, support Nicole Blyer. Ugh, yes, support Nicole Blyer. <laughs> what a treat! What a dream. Such. A dream. I've stolen like ninety percent of the things I say come from Nicole Blyer. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's good. She's a she's an excellent person to model yourself after. She's just so funny and smart and good, and she's a farmer. She has her 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 plants in her backyard. She gets tomatoes and watermelons. Oh my god! And she talks about being a farmer. She posts on her Instagram story. I I might know too much about Nicole. <laughs> Sounds like your best friends. I wish. Oh my god! Stop it. <laughs> okay, so after Diane's abortion. She is sitting on the couch like a heat pad and she is watching the like fake live abortion with Princess Carolyn. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I actually learned a lot about abortions and I just had one. Yeah. And she's like actually very impressed with it. She's like, wow, this is actually like super informative and tastefully done. Which is nice. It's like a nice way to wrap that up. I'm glad that it actually ended up being that way. Yeah, it was really good. And then Princess Carolyn's like, Diane, you like, you don't have to explain yourself to anyone or anything to anyone. And is like being a very supportive and wonderful friend and boss. Mm-hmm. When they get a call from Sextina Aquafina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's been having a lot of sex. Yeah, because dolphins have sex for pleasure. And she just found out she's pregnant for real and she thinks she wants to keep it, which would be very confusing considering she just had an abortion on live television. (laughs) Yeah. And Diana and Princess Carolyn are just like, they're so quick to come up with a plan for this. Like, they're so ready. Well, I feel like hiding a pregnancy is like a plan older than time. True. You you get them out of town, like... Send them out of town for a few months of like a wellness or something. Yeah, they're like, okay, we're going to get her out of town before she starts showing. We are going to film a bunch of music videos that will be released over the year so that Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like she has been pregnant. And then when she gets back, we'll say she decided to adopt. Everybody loves a baby. (laughs) Everybody loves a baby. I love that. They really were like, okay, cool. Plan. Yep. Done. Done. It's a great plan. Iconic. (laughs) Okay. So then the other plot line in this episode is Bojack's, which was actually, like, pretty thin. Very thin. Yeah. It's like, Bojack's barely in this episode. Like, normally, I would be like, oh, we should, like, go through the thinner plot line first. But it's like, well, the show is about Bojack. Like, yeah. we should end on Bojack. <laughs> yeah. But this is a very, very short plot line. Yeah. So Bojack, the second night of awards, he also doesn't win. And he's <laughs> like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'm going to win, like, the big one. Yeah. He's like, oh, I see how it goes. Like, last time it was George Clooney's. Now it's Bread Poot. And then next time it's going to be me. I get it. Yeah. And he kind of says that to George. And George <laughs> is like, whoa, no. Like, you're never going to win. Like, George is a name. Bread is a name. Mitt is a name. <laughs> Bojack. Bojack. Is not a what's name. that? <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he shocks him with one of those little like hand buzzer things. Well, yeah, because he loves pranks. Loves a prank. <laughs> I fucking hate pranks. Me too. I'm not a prank guy. Certainly. This is an anti-prank podcast. <laughs> yes. <we're> very <laughs> Coincidentally, we are very anti-horseplay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Okay, so Bojack has come up with a prank for his own self. Mm-hmm. He's going to hit George with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> He's showing you how stupid pranks are. He's like, no, it's a bad prank on purpose because pranks are bad and dumb. It's like, that's not a prank. That is just assault, sir. It doesn't seem like a prank so much as you hitting him with a bat. <laughs> I really like how during when he's explaining this to Todd, Todd is just rolling sausages with pizza and eating it. <laughs> I didn't and he's got like that. four full sausage and a slice of pizza. Wow. He's <laughs> really going for it. He's obviously on keto. Yes, clearly. <laughs> So well, I guess eat he's, the crust. Yeah, he can't eat the crust. That's just the plate, simply. <laughs> hey, you don't know. It could be cauliflower. True. Yes, good point. So Bojack puts on an amazing disguise of a fake mustache. Mm-hmm. And he pretends to be George's driver. Yeah. But the plot is foiled a little bit. Yeah, because George is not alone. George has a publicist. And that publicist is Anna Spanakopita. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah just like trying to make bojack stop and do a bunch of errands for him and he does he does all of the errands what a fun prank to do all of someone's errands for them yeah (laughs) i wish someone would pull that prank on me i would love if someone would pull a really funny prank on me of cleaning my whole house and doing all my laundry (laughs) and like cooking for me and then never doing any actual pranks yeah that would be like a really funny prank if someone you know like took care of my house and me (laughs) yeah so if anyone wants to volunteer for that you can't because that's how you get murdered. But. Yeah, actually, please don't. I, I don't <laughs> actually want to die. Thank you. <laughs> so Bojack hits a Ryan Seacrest type with the limo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very like nothing just, comes of this. Yeah, it just never gets addressed. Yeah. I do think that that might need to be on the list of things Bojack's done. True. He fully hit a man with his car and he pulls out the fake mustache and confronts George and Anna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, well, no wonder you say that you win every year because you just represent everyone. Hey, if it works, it works. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is a bad look for you. I'm a marvelous publicist. To have the confidence of Anna Spanakopita. Right. Imagine. All I've ever wanted. <laughs> so basically, they get into a big fight. Bojack brings up what his prank was for hitting George with a bat. And <laughs> George is like, it sounds really convoluted, which is actually like a sign of a great prank. Such a great prank. He loves it. And he's like, no, no, no. It's a bad prank. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Pranks are dumb and I hate them. <laughs> like, and we all do. All mm-hmm. all of us hate pranks and think they're bad. Yep. Bojack has to go to a bachelorette party. <laughs> yeah, to go pick them up. Yeah, because he's he's got lots to do as a busy driver. He also fires Anna. Yes. Yes, very importantly. He's like, mm-mm, you, rep- you don't represent me. And George is like, who would fire Anna Spanakopita? <laughs> He's like, I would. And I am doing that right now. He's going to replace her with Todd. <laughs> yeah, so Todd becomes his publicist, and he has great ideas. Like, you could wear a gorilla costume and spin a sign. Yeah, did you <laughs> did you see the sign behind Todd? It's like Todd's Publicity Company, and then it says Publicitod. I saw it, but I didn't clock it. Yeah, I really liked it. And he has like all these boxes. He has all these boxes on his desk of good ideas and not as good ideas. 
Well, he's never had a bad idea ever. Never. So. True. I wonder what he thinks of as not as good ideas. Yikes. <laughs> Great call. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to know. Yeah, probably very bad. Yeah, so then at the end of the night, Bojack is home, and Anna Spanik beat us in his apartment slash yeah. house. Yeah, and she says she dropped everybody else so she can focus on him. Because no one has ever spoken to her like that before. And she's like, I fired George. At first he thought I was just doing a really good prank, but I think he understood. Maybe he under He might not have understood by the end. Yeah, he may not have. So then Bojack starts panicking. He's like, no one else. All of your hopes and dreams pinned on me. Just me. Mm-hmm. Is someone sitting on my windpipe? Yeah. yeah, he's very concerned. And so Anna says, no, Bojack, I believe in you. And then starts giving him a hand job. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I didn't like it. I didn't like that part. It was awkward. And then she then starts squeezing very, very tightly and is like... Don't screw well, me yeah, because first she's like, no one talks to me like that. It reminded me that I work for you. And I liked that. Do you like that? And it's like giving him a handy and then mm-hmm. squeezes way too tight. And it's like, don't screw me over. Yeah. And episode's over. Yeah. She's got a master's degree in publicist. <laughs> I want to put that to use. Yeah. I don't think that's a real degree. <laughs> well, you know, guess we'll find out if she's good by the end of the season. Well, I mean, hopefully by the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. I hope this plot line will end. Yeah, I hope this gets resolved. We have a lot of feedback about this episode. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's do it. So from Morgan and from Sarah. So Morgan says, get debt fetus, kill that fetus is a fucking bop. And then Sarah says, I'm not crazy. This song is a bop, right? So confirmed. It is indeed a bop. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sarah says, Saxena has 40 million Twitter followers. Who is her equivalent right now? For reference, Taylor Swift has 88 million and Olivia Rodrigo has 1.3 million. So who's right in Wait, the middle? Ha- right in between Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo? Mm-hmm. Who's the Saxena Aquafina equivalent? I don't... It's hard because no one has Twitter followers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Instagram followers is more interesting. I don't know. Remember how Selena Gomez had the most Instagram followers for so long? I didn't remember that, no. She might still. I don't know. Who's right in the middle? I don't know. Let's see. Selena Gomez. (laughs) How many followers does Halsey have? Selena Gomez has 64.9 million followers on Twitter. Halsey has 14.3. How many followers was I supposed to be aiming for? 40. 40 million? Yep. How many did Selena Gomez have? Uh, 64. 64 too many yeah. too famous so it's not us but like we're right there almost we have sorry like, we have what like 20 million on a bojack horse pod yeah no we have 40 million okay so maybe we're the comparison we're the 16 aquavina <laughs> get us there everyone how many do you have seven how many that's pretty good it's okay i would like more if people wanted to follow me at kirsten said what nice I'm pretty funny and relatable. <laughs> okay. She also noted, is this the same janitor from the previous Toad episode? What janitor are we talking about here? Oh, so there was the janitor at the after party and he's like, yeah, tomorrow's like the OCD awards and they like a clean after party. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. I think it is the same janitor. I and like he, I he was voiced by also, I think he was also Jay Moore. Who's Foggy St. Jerusalem? I don't know. Yeah. And then lastly, we got a message from Eric saying, Martha was an amazing guest. Please have her back. She even motivated me to rewatch the Fish Out of Water episode. So we very much love to hear that. We love to hear it. We love Martha. But I just worry that Martha, again, is too good and that you're going to replace me. Oh, my God. Perish the thought. I'll never like, replace Like, stop you. trying to friend jump. 
<laughs> no, I would never. I feel like I already friend jumped by getting to you. So, oh, Lindsay, <laughs> jumped out of my out of my level. <laughs> stop it! Get out of here! Oh, stop! Oh, stop! <laughs> <laughs> Mutual admiration society. We have a new five star review. Shockingly, not in Canada. Yeah, Canada, come on. Yeah. Like, not... are you pranking us at this point? It's not a good prank. <laughs> it's not a good prank. We don't like pranks. Oh, my God. Okay. The subject says, just what I was looking for. This is from Brian. This wasn't the first one to come up, but it should be. Great host, great guests, insightful and funny. Surf's oh, up, he says. hi, Brian. Surf's up. Welcome, Brian. So, yeah. So, that's uh, what a wonderful week this has been. <laughs> that's so kind. What yeah. a dream. Are we going to add this uh, Bojack running over Ryan Seacrest to the list? It's pretty bad. Yeah, this is pretty bad. What do we have in the second worst bubble? Yeah, so this middle bubble includes the rock opera, not bailing Todd out of jail, manipulating Princess Carolyn, being mean to Diane with her brothers, sabotaging Diane's wedding, and drunk driving. I feel like this is at least as bad as those. (laughs) Yes. Now, what do we have in the worst worst? Worst worst is abandoning slash using slash beating up Herb Kazaz, burning a million dollars that was for charity, enabling and sleeping with Sarah Lynn, and not rejecting Penny. I think this is up there. He hit a man with his car. Yeah. Do we think he did it on purpose is the question. Well, no, but I don't think it matters. He was being negligent. Because he also hit that deer that time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was also really bad. Yeah. And that one was an accident. And I think what we said at the time was like if he had done what his instinct suggested, which was to just like drive away, then would have gone on the list. But because Wanda forced him to go into the woods after the deer. So he drove away from this one. Yeah. And doesn't care even slightly. (laughs) So it's on the list. Yeah, definitely. I feel like middle tier to me. He hit someone with his car. Yeah. But I mean, if he did it on purpose, I think I would put it in the top tier. Oh, my. Okay, fine. Second bubble. (laughs) Okay. Hitting Orion Seacrest type with car and not caring. (laughs) Like, that's bad. It's tough. That's tough. (laughs) This Um, is, we're only season three, episode six, and Bojack has hit two people with his car so far. Yeah, that's pretty bad. (laughs) Like, that's more than most people will ever hit with their car in their lifetime. In a lifetime, yeah. Do we get anything from Twitter? that we need to share i don't know let me look well obviously sam stanish was talking about right. when i was drinking on a bench sometimes it's just normal when you just drink on a bench <laughs> well apparently you are going on the brazilian dragon podcast yes recording that tomorrow night so lots of stuff with the simpsons movie <laughs> yes by the time you are listening to this i'm sure it will be out on the brazilian dragon podcast talking about the simpsons movie yeah and so then there's lots of stuff about like the simpsons thing in our mentions which will get addressed on brazilian dragon pod matt gagan is with us and does not like fish out of water he is a fan of dialogue yeah amazing i thought we'd get more hate about that and it looks like we didn't get much so we We got a little but i think martha was just right to to divert that Mm -hmm. yes i think she was perfection she was the perfect guest but that's that's about all that's going on in twitter land but if you if you want to make more in the twitter sphere (laughs) you could go to twitter.com slash bojack horse pod or just add us at bojack horse pod wonderful (laughs) you could also email us at bojack horse pod at gmail.com 
Yeah. Also, no. you could leave us a five star uh, review. Yes. You could leave that. You should. You could go into the iTunes store and you could type in BoJack Horsepod and you could click on our little Hollywood sign, which we think is the second one on the list now, which is very exciting. Make us the Pretty, first one on the list. Like, make us the first one on the list. You could click on it. You could hit the little five star. You could write a little surf's up, grow up, like, what's up, like, whatever. A little brat, brat, pew, pew. <laughs> uh, you could do that. You have the power. You have the power, and we will shout you out, but only if you we, leave us five stars. It's, yes, we only listen to five star reviewers. It's like if you were an Oscar voter, we would listen to your opinion, exactly. okay? You can hear more from Lindsay on The Simpsons then and now. Uh, Simpsons podcast where they talk about an old episode and a new episode of The Simpsons. It'll come back soon, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but there's an entire back catalog that you could catch up on because I know you haven't listened to all of it yet. Exactly. So, so go, go listen that. to it. And also, uh, you can check her out on the Brazilian Dragon podcast. Yeah. As for myself, you can... Uh, you can follow me at Kirsten Said What on every platform, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. You can listen to my Love Island coverage. This is coming out the day before the Love Island finale, I think. So there will be just a little bit more Love Island to cover, as well as a sporadic coverage of F-Boy Island. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, maybe I'll take a nap one day. Well, I don't know. Imagine. Imagine a world imagine where you could nap. that. But... <laughs> That is it. That is all for today. And we'll we'll see you next week for season three, episode seven, which I believe is called Stop the Presses. That's right. Hell yeah. We'll see you then. Bye.